Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Just went through the mess that is the NFC East. We've been talking about top five, bottom five in the NFL. Really big win for the Bills last night. Absolute destruction, let's be honest, of the New England Patriots. Such that I think it's fair to say the divorce is over. And Tom Brady has won it by an order of magnitude. Now, it's kind of fun to sit around and think, what would the Patriots have looked like this year if they had Tom Brady instead of Cam Newton? I still don't think this Patriot offense has very many weapons, but I feel like Brady would have found a way to get the Patriots to a 10-win season. Could be wrong, but he found a way to do it pretty much every year, and I think it's likely that he would have done it again. Now he's going to get, it appears, the Bucks to an 11-win season, and so we started off this season saying one of the most intriguing storylines and plots to follow was who's going to win the divorce, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. Now, Belichick's got a longer roadmap, a longer runway to be able to be the overall head coach in the NFL, right? So Brady, let's say, has two or three more years total at best probably to play at a high level. I do think it's it would be stunning if Brady walked away this year He's played at a really high level first year with the Bucs. I think even with the COVID issues, they've started to show some pretty good rhythm. Next year, he's going to be a lot better, I believe. So it would be stunning if Brady walked away. In fact, I would say Brady may try to play two more years from here. I don't think he's anywhere near done. In fact, I think he's going to win a playoff game against whoever wins the NFC East. And I think he'll be in the final four of the NFC in his first year. 
maybe be able to even pull off an upset in that divisional round game, but that's into the future. Brady has won it this year. The big question the Patriots are going to have to answer is, what are they going to do at the quarterback position? Because I think Cam Newton has done as a starter. They brought him in as a one-year guy. Jarrett Stidham, to me, does not look like a quarterback that is capable of being a high-level starter in the NFL, at least based on what we've seen so far. If both of those things are true, then you would expect that Belichick will be in the quarterback market either to trade for somebody or potentially to go in and get a first-round quarterback this year and find somebody that he falls in love with. Not sure who that quarterback would be, but I think that's what you have to be presuming is going to be the case with the Patriots. Big takeaway from the Patriots side, I also said this was going to be a massive storyline. What is going to happen with Cam Newton? I think based on what we've seen from Cam this season, his days of being a starting quarterback in the NFL are effectively over. Doesn't mean he might not start again. Doesn't mean that he might not have an opportunity as a backup. Doesn't mean that something might happen where they trade, a younger quarterback doesn't play well, and Cam Newton comes in in relief. And I definitely don't think the Patriots have a lot of weapons. But Cam Newton went 5-for-10 for 34 yards in his performance last night against the Bills. And he wasn't even very good at running the football either. Had one spectacular play for a touchdown, four carries, 24 yards. But in general, there wasn't much going on with Cam Newton. And so I think if you break it down and start to dive into it and everything else, the scenario here doesn't make a lot of sense for the idea that Cam Newton is going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL next year. So the Patriots fall to a nine-loss team. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen next week, whether they're really going to have very much of an interest against the Jets. I actually think the Jets may have a good chance to win that game because I think it matters a lot more to the Jets than it does to the Patriots. But the way Belichick was throwing the phone, his frustration, his disgust over where things were with his team, you could just see it emanating through. The Patriots had a lot of players opt out with COVID, eight, I believe, more so than anybody else. You can say that Belichick has done a good job winning, but he's not used to, you can say he did a good job coaching to even win six games with this team. But certainly Belichick is not used to losing like this over the last 20 years. And the Cam Newton experiment, uh, one of the big questions coming into the season was, does Cam have much left? Is he going to prove, is he going to be like Ryan Tannehill? Prove that he's a guy who left the team that didn't have any faith in him anymore, goes to a new situation, gets a $100 million contract, or is he going to be like a lot of quarterbacks in this scenario? And is he going to fade into... Uh, sort of NFL starting quarterback oblivion, I think you're seeing what the answer is. I think Cam Newton is effectively done as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So to me, big storylines, Bill's legitimate contender for the AFC Super Bowl spot. I think they could win the AFC. I think they could beat the Chiefs. Chiefs fans out there are going to say, yeah, but we beat them earlier in the year. It was October. Josh Allen is playing at a lot higher level right now. That offense, his rhythm with Stephon Diggs, all of that is much better. Only game they've lost since that game is a Hail Mary in Arizona, a game that really they should have won. So I like where the Bills are. I think the Bills are the biggest challenger and the biggest contender to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC. 
So my top five, as I gave them to you uh, to start off the show, I've got the Chiefs as my one seed, the Packers as my two, the Saints as my three, the Bills as my four, and the Seahawks as my five. What about the bottom five, the list of sadness in the OutKick list of sadness uh, here? Next to last final, these are teams that uh, that really have been a disaster and already are looking towards the draft. In the 28th spot, I've got the Eagles. Look, you know things are bad when you are so bad that you're the only NFC East team that has managed to be eliminated from winning the division already. That is a really bad spot for the Eagles to find themselves in. I think they are effectively done. In the 29 spot, I've got the Bengals. Now, the Bengals just went on the road and beat the Houston Texans, leading to J.J. Watt going off about the lack of commitment and why he cares and everything else. And it's got me a little bit nervous as a Titan fan that his team might find a way to beat my team. But if you break that down, I have got the Bengals in the 29th spot, the Eagles in the 28th. In the 30th spot, I don't think there's any doubt. I think we've fallen down to the point where the Houston Texans at 4-11, they fumbled twice against the uh, Colts, which could have changed the scenario going in for the touchdowns. We'll see what kind of effort they put forward against the Titans. I expect a good one. It wouldn't even stun me if they pulled off an upset against the Titans. But right now, I've got the Texans at the 30th best team. I've got the Jets, who have now won two in a row. And by the way, by the way, if they don't play that zero defense against the Oakland Raiders, the Jets would be 3-1 and one in their last four and have a chance to finish 4-1. and one. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but do you think if you're the Jets now – about not drafting a quarterback and potentially trading back and you expect Adam Gase to get fired but is it possible that he could manage to avoid the chopping block I don't know but it's a it's a crazy story to contemplate maybe they're going to stick with Sam Darnold and then in the 32nd spot of course winning the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes I have got the Jacksonville Jaguars so that is how I would break down the bottom five and the top five in the NFL. Up next, we got a good conversation for you. I'm going to talk with the commissioner of the Big Ten. This was a Christmas Eve conversation that he and I had last week. It's up as a podcast exclusive, one of the 38 interviews on the Wins and Losses podcast. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it. And I would encourage you to go make sure that you don't miss it at all. Dive into that, and you'll be glad that you did. But I asked him about a couple of big stories. Did they give Ohio State beneficial treatment? Did the Big Ten make a mistake in the way that they decided to postpone and then restart their season? We'll talk about those discussions as the college football playoff looms closer. That will be next. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren up next on OutKick. This is Outkick, the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Appreciate all of you hanging out with me. We had an awesome long-form sit-down interview discussion as part of the Wins and Losses podcast with Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren last week, and I want to play a section of that for you right now, dealing with the decisions the Big Ten made in the fall when the decision uh, about Ohio State being able to become eligible for the conference title game as well. Full interview, I encourage you all to go listen to as a part of the Wins and Losses podcast, but this begins now with Kevin Warren. One of the things that's interesting to me is, what's the job of a commissioner in the broad sense? Is it your job to influence the presidents and chancellors or to execute their vision, or is it a balancing act between the two? Because the reason why I ask is, uh, you took a lot of bullets, when the Big Ten starts to make its decisions, much like Roger Goodell often trots out in front of the uh, you know the media and they just use him for target practice, he's trying to implement, it seems to me very often, the vision of whatever the owners have. What exactly is that relationship like for the Big Ten, the presidents and chancellors, and how do you see your role? Is it advocate where you're like a lawyer, you know, for people out there listening, like you advocate for your client, or are you trying yeah. to steer the ship? What is the role? What's the right role for a commissioner? Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of it. I mean, because, like you said, you have a delicate balance of 10,000 student-athletes, you know, and, um, you know, 300 and 50 you know, what are head coaches, uh, you have your athletic administrators, you have your senior women administrators, you have your faculty athletic reps, you have your chancellors and presidents, you have your athletic directors, you have your families. So it's, this, is, this is a whole amalgamation of people that come together who really do you know, want the common goal. Everyone in the Big Ten, all those groups that I listed, have the focus of making sure their sons or daughters receive a world-class education, uh, they have positive experience, learning experience, both in the classroom and, and in life, and they get a chance to compete at the highest possible level. And then if they're good enough, either they get a chance to go on and compete for a gold medal in the Olympics or to have a chance to play professional athletes, I mean professional athletics. So it's a balance of all of those different, you know, factors. Then you throw on top of it the political climate because, we, you know, we, we're, we're in 11 different states, so we have – you know, 14 mayors of our cities where our schools are located, but 11 governors that we're dealing with, and then even all the way to some of the national uh, political landscape. So it's a balance. So I think the you know commissioner, um, you know, is responsible for making sure that all of these different groups uh, are you know heard, are 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 listened to. Excuse, excuse me, Clay. Are listened to. Excuse me, and um, 
um, and, and to make sure just but from a global standpoint that the whole purpose uh, and the structure of the Big Ten is, is one, uh, never forgotten, and two, uh, really, you know, empowered. And so my focus of coming here was to make sure that our student-athletes kept in mind, you know, first and foremost, we need to provide an environment for, get a, for them to get a world-class education, that they can compete in a safe and healthy manner, but then also that the Big Ten remains the Big Ten. What are the cornerstones? Of why, 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 are, why is the Big Ten in business? And uh, that we keep those, but then to elevate, you know, the conference from a business standpoint, from a long-term standpoint. And, and I know, you know, there were some days that I was thinking, whoa, you know, coming in here and then having the pandemic hit 70 days after I'm in on a job that's, you know, complicated, you know, even in a normal time. But I'm almost grateful that it happened because it, what it did is it, it helped to expedite the importance of us communicating, working in a collaborative manner, uh, being focused, doing what's right. And so a lot of these issues that were eventually going to come out now, I'll say this, it was interesting that they came out, you know, all in the last 10 months. But, you know, maybe it would have taken five, six, seven, ten years for them to come out. They eventually would have come out. But I feel now more prepared going into 2021 to be able to deal with name, image, and likeness and all the business issues and, uh, you know, dealing with our TV and network partners because we were forced. It was almost what I call taking like a J-term class. You know, instead of doing it, you know, over a course of a year or a semester, you do it in two or three weeks. And, and the way you do it is you have to go to class longer, you have to – study, you have to pull together, you have to be focused, and I think this year of 2020 uh, allowed us that opportunity. So I, I am encouraged, I'm positive, I'm excited about finishing 2020 up, but also really looking at 2021. So a lot of the issues that business and people, especially new, new to each other, need to get out of the way to work through, you know, we were forced to work through them this year, and I feel like we're a strong group going forward. Do you wish, looking back now, you've got Ohio State in the playoff. The mm, Big Ten yeah. uh, bowl games are out there. There's still games to be played this year, but the regular season is over. Do you wish now that you could go back to July and August and start play in September? In retrospect, and obviously retrospect 2020 vision is always better, mm-hmm. do you think that would have been the right decision? And if so... Could you have convinced the presidents and chancellors to make that choice? How aggressively is it your job to, to, to try to make that case? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that makes sense. I, that's a great question. I, 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 I believe, and I still feel strongly about it, you know, today, um, is the fact that the thing I'm most proud of is that we followed the medical advice of our medical personnel. And, 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 and that's what I'm, I'm, I'm probably most proud of. Trust me, Clay, as you said, it was not easy. It wasn't easy on us as a conference. It wasn't easy on me personally. But this has never been about me. So all these jobs, this is not about me. This is about the Big Ten. This is about our student-athletes. This is about our coaches. Uh, this is about our brand. And so that's why I was okay to, to deal with it. One, all those nights and uh, spending the hospital in traction, all those nights spending the body cast. I'm comfortable with being alone. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm mentally tough. I'm physically tough. I'm comfortable with not being popular. I was not a popular kid when I went back to school after my accident. My nickname even became, it went from being, at first, making fun of me to endearing. But if you talk to my high school teammates, my nickname was Fatty. Now, you know, that's the way, you know, the kids are brutal. 
But that's what it was. Because you put I on left, weight I after you were in the, the you were in the right, right the body cast. Yeah, when I when I, I mean I went in I, when I the day I got hit by a car I was my body fat was you know probably as low as it could be for a ten year old kid, and then when I came out it was as high as it could be, and so that was my nickname all the way until the time I went to college was was fatty, and that's always been there. So I'm accustomed to to you know dealing with you know those kind of issues. So. I wouldn't change anything. Was it rough? Yes, it was rough. But the thing that gave me solace and strength was the fact we, we made the right decision. Why? Because we did it for the health and safety of our student athletes. And I was concerned about myocarditis. I was concerned about making sure we did everything, you know, for the health and safety to put our student athletes number one. I don't expect for it to make sense to everyone, you know, this soon. There's still a lot of, like, kind of raw emotions. But I'm confident whether it's a year from now, three, five, seven, ten, that when we turn around and look back at 2020, people will say, you know what, the Big Ten did the right thing. In a pandemic, we can't forget we were playing sports in a global pandemic. Our focus always, we, we took the hard road. The easy road would have been for us just to go and play and kind of cross our fingers and toes and hope that it works out. But we took the hard road of trying to put in our daily testing in, uh, to keep our student-athletes healthy and safe. That is my number one priority in the story. They need to get a world-class education, they need to be healthy and safe, and they need to be able to participate at a high level. Everything else, you know, is secondary, um, and, and, and I'm just, you know, uh, proud that our medical, uh, you know, doctors and trainers really designed the program. Is it perfect? No, nothing about 2020 is perfect. If anything, this is the year of, of being fluid, but but I'm but I'm I'm confident that we made the right decision because why we put the health and safety of our student athletes uh, at the top of our list. Even if you're tough, it still had mm-hmm. to be tough to be the guy taking <laughs> all of the slings yeah. and arrows, right? Nobody knows who the president. Uh, most people out there don't know who the president of insert school is, right? Unless you're a student on campus mm-hmm. or a professor. Everybody knew Kevin Warren. Fire Kevin yep. Warren. You're not, I don't right. even know if you ever just got on Twitter and typed <laughs> in your name to see what people were saying about right. you. But even if you say you're tough, and I'm tough, you're tough, anybody right. who you talked right. about earlier, in order to make it to the top of any kind of flagpole, you got to be tough and people are going to take shots right. at you. That had to be tougher than anything you've ever gone through in your career, though, right? I agree. Yeah, I, I I agree, and that, you know what it is, and I and I interesting. I always try to, I try to keep things real simple, and that's why I love my wife among other things. But she she that's how she operates, and really, as I call, it, kind of sound bites. And I always try to have one prayer going into every new year. I'll do it this year. So over the next week, I'll come up with like one focal. And my focal point last year for 2019, going into 2020, was to basically for me to. Although my faith has always been strong, but for me to even the last part of any journey is the most difficult part. I said I wanted my faith to even go stronger. So my prayer on New Year's Eve last year was, God, even though my faith is strong, and I don't know if it can grow stronger, but if it can, please make it happen. I didn't know it was going to be what I went through last year, but as I look back, the reason reason why I'm, I'm okay with what happened is all in all, aside from work, it was tough. You're right, it was tough. But my faith grew even stronger. Even when I didn't think that it could, it did. And so when I asked myself, was it worth it? Absolutely, it was worth it. Because I try to always, back to my ex, and look at everything kind of from a spiritual lands- landscape. And it, w- it, and it was, you know, it was worth it. And uh, it, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. It's not something I can say I, 
I want to go through. But uh, we did. You know, we survived. Uh, we actually did better than survive. We actually were able to thrive. And we have four teams and great bowls. Um, we have the Ohio State University and the college football playoff. Uh, we've, we've forged some strong relationship, our relationship with our network partners um, at Fox and ESPN, ABC, and CBS is strong. Um, and, uh, and we've all learned and, and, and grown. And, I, and I'm looking you know, forward to continually building this relationship with our chancellor and presidents, our athletic directors, our coaches. But most of all, I'm looking forward to, to watching our, our student-athletes and their families grow and, um, and for us to continually win championships in the Big Ten and, and continually be the Big Ten. And so I'm just, uh, you know, even this relationship, I'm grateful that, that, that we're able to spend the time that we have together, and I'm grateful for everything that you do. So I just have a heart of gratitude as we go into this holiday season, and I just hope, you know, everyone had happy Hanukkah and, and uh, Merry Christmas and, and, and really that we go into 2021 uh, stronger together as a country. One couple of questions here to finish up with. You were talking to Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. Your son plays at Mississippi State. I think he still had a couple of years left. Yeah. From your perspective, I just mentioned earlier in the conversation, I've got three kids, you've got two. Mm -hmm. How difficult was it to be the Big Ten Commissioner with your your teams not scheduled to be playing Mm -hmm. and your son is going to be playing at Mississippi State? You talked about medical professionals Mm -hmm. and everything else, but he's grown – how do you balance yeah. the role of a parent with a son in a different conference when you are the commissioner of the Big Ten? To me, that's one of the most challenging aspects, yeah. probably both professionally and personally for you. How did you handle that? Yeah, Clay, you're exactly right. That was, you know, I'm, I'm one of those folks. I can, I can, I can handle it. You know, I'm a grown man, but you know, the people I feel the most for my wife Greta and my my kids because they didn't sign up for it, and so I felt I felt primarily, you know. Uh, bad for powers, but it allowed him to grow, and so he did what he was supposed to do. Is uh, you know he went to Mississippi State. He had three head coaches in three years. He got his degree in three and a half years. Um, you know he was he was very focused, and uh, he worked hard, and, and so he graduated uh, about a month ago. Got his degree, you know, early, and he still has two years of eligibility remaining. So he entered into the transfer portal. He has some opportunities. Now that he's evaluating, and I'm sure he'll make a decision here in the next couple of days to, uh, to decide where he's going to go and play his last two years, and he can work on his master. So he's he's uh, he's done. You know, he's done well. I'm proud of him. He's 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 tough, as um, uh, also mentally tough, and he's continually grown. And I I think he realizes now, as he's he's said to me before, you know, he realizes why I don't use the word fair because just life is not fair, and if you're looking for fairness, you're you're probably going to be frustrated so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for him and our daughter Perry just got admitted to Northwestern school that she'll be start her master her masters in the in the fall in business communication so as you know Clay with three sons you know anytime you can wake up in the morning and say your prayers and know that your wife is healthy and your kids are healthy then then you know you got a chance for a great day so I'm again I just have a heart of gratitude and it starts with my family and uh, we've had a we've had a great run together and I hope that we can I hope we can live together uh, forever. Did, did you and talk I'm just to looking forward to see our kids? Did you talk to him about that decision? He was going to play at Mississippi State, or 
Because I'll tell you this, if I tell my kids that I suggest something by the time they're already don't don't want to do whatever dad says. Right. I mean, I think there's a lot of kids, out, right. a lot of parents out there listening right. who know what I'm saying. My oldest are 12 and 10. They're not yet 18. Right. But once they get to be 18, like if you said, hey, son, I don't think it's safe enough for you to be playing football. And oh, by the way, we're not playing in the Big Ten. He just might turn to you and say, peace out, dad. I'm, I'm playing. Right. Like, I mean, right. I mean, did you ever have that conversation with him as a parent? Yeah, I I did. We did. Greta and I had it with him and we raised our kids similar to as Greta and I were raised. Our parents treated us like uh, adults, you know, early on to make decisions and make decisions, live with the consequences. So all I did is I laid out to him here, the, here, the, um, you know, here, the medical concerns that I have as a parent, you know, as a father, as a commissioner, for all of our student athletes, but I'm talking with you. But this year, you know, you're 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 an adult, and uh, um, and I know you'll do you know do what's right, and 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 so that's why he made the you know decision to to be able to go forward, and he he understood all the ramifications. And I've just found in life is that the more you can allow people a chance to own their you know decisions, the, the better off that they you know they you know they can be. Um, and so he you know he he was comfortable and and playing and doing what he is, just like when he graduated and wanted to enter into the you know transfer portal. He has two years left to play. And so he'll make his decision where he goes to school. I'm just here as a, you know, t- I always take my commissioner hat off at home because I'm just, you know, dad and husband. And uh, I'll give him, you know, ad- advice on things that he comes to me, but I don't, I won't get involved in any recruiting or anything of that nature. So wherever he decides to go, I'll support him. And um, and be there for him like always, and just you know, just tell him, just own it, you know, own the decision, and kind of live with the consequences. What was it like to be called by the White House in the middle of all of this process? And on top of that, you don't control headlines that are written, but one headline that got a ton of attention. I'm looking at it right now from Yahoo. It said, can the Big Ten swing the next presidential election? It's an interview with you from June, which sets the perception out there that your decision was political in nature as opposed to medical in nature. I don't know that you've gotten a chance to really talk about that very much, but what was that experience like interacting with the White House, with the president? And what was the experience like as this being seen as a political situation uh, for you? Yeah, that, that was you know that was I was uh, um, that was de- that was demanding for me to deal with because again people who know me you know I believe so much in this country I believe in our political process I vote I'm passionate about it you know there, it was hard for especially black people to have a chance uh, to vote so I, I don't take that lightly but I am you know when we set up our our voter registration initiative at the Big Ten if I said it once I've said it a hundred times it's nonpartisan and I really mean that because I, you know, I vote, you know, I vote for candidates and, 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 and I voted, I, you know, I vote for different people from different political backgrounds. You, you voted and, for uh, Democrats and Republicans in your life as a, uh, as, as a person. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm not just one of these people that goes in the booth and puts a blindfold on and, you know, swipes either all one side or the other. And that's not, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm very thoughtful. And so I, I study, I mean, I study the candidates and then go into and their background, even for, for local politics, I go into it. And uh, so that, that part, like you said, not writing the headlines. And I think that's where a lot of this started, um, you know, from the, you see kind of the, that I was trying to swing an election is it, just the opposite. But, you know, anytime I always, you know, I, I grew up, to the day that my parents died, and still my in-laws are both living in their mid-80s, Hayward and Hattie Spears, 
Uh, they're they're my parents, Greta's you know Greta's parents, but like parents to me. Still to this day, I still they'll address them as yes, ma'am and yes, sir. To this day, I, to the day my parents died, it was yes, ma'am and yes, sir. That's how I was raised, and so I respect the office of of the president. I mean, that's the president of the United States of America, and uh, regardless of what people, the political views they have, right, wrong, or indifferent, I respect that office and I respect the person in the office. And so when the White House uh, called. You know, I took it as I, I think everything is face value that uh, that that they were willing to help. The President Trump was 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 willing to help an offer from a medical standpoint, and uh, and and I think many people. I got many calls from people, local, nationally, and around the world, who offered to to help. So um, I say that from a from a respect standpoint, and uh, I'm grateful that we were able to 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 work through. You know our issues, and and then put a program in place that we thought is is in the best interest of, of our of our student athletes. And and um, but I, but I'll say this, Clay, as you said, 2020 will be a year that that I will probably be telling um, you know my grandkids about that once we have them for for many years in the future. Last question for you, and it's probably a tough one, uh, but I appreciate all your time, and I know how busy you are, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a perception out there that the Big Ten has been bending over backwards for Ohio State, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. changing the rules to allow them into the Big Ten title game, uh, the medical uh, recommendations as it pertains to, to, to positive tests and quarantining being adjusted, I think, after the first of the year. How would you respond to critics out there who say mm-hmm. that the Big Ten is bending over backwards for Ohio State compared to other schools? Yeah, I mean, I think the response is, is you know, my focus is to make sure I do everything I can to keep the Big Ten Conference, all of our 14 schools, um, to, to have equality, to fairness, and to, 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 to protect the conference. So, you know, when we make changes on rules or whatever, we're not singling out, you know, a school in a good way or, or in a bad way. Is that we're doing what we feel is in the best interest of, uh, of the conference, and I've said it. You know, this year is one thing I've learned is alignment is critical. And then secondly, you got to remain nimble and fluid. We, we have to. I mean, things change. We get more information, you know, every single day. This has been a complicated, you know, situation. And so when I sit here, I just, we, you know, we feel that it, what we feel is in the best interest of, of all of our schools and, um, and all of our student athletes. And, you know, we have to be mindful. It's just like with the, with the, with the, uh, uh, with the with the fact of, of of making the adjustment from 21 days to 17 days, is is you know that's we we follow a lot of the CDC requirements. So this is not you know me or us sitting here and saying okay what can we do to to you know to tilt this. It's just the opposite. We have to do what's best to afford our student athletes a chance to play. This will be the last year that a lot of our student athletes can have a chance to play. And if there's something, and again it goes back if it fits into the health and safety, and they're still healthy and safe then we have to uh, explore what we can do and to remain fluid and remain nimble, but also just to keep our integrity as a conference, and, um, and that's what we'll continue to do. That was Kevin Warren, Big Ten Commissioner from the Wins and Losses podcast. Up next, we're going to talk about the college football playoff picture, including Ohio State. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Yeah. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. .com/sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be appreciate all of you hanging out with us uh, encourage you if you enjoyed that conversation you just heard an excerpt from a long form conversation with Big 10 commissioner Kevin Warren he has not done any long form interviews like that with anybody else and Obviously, uh, we worked hard on this show to try to get the Big Ten back playing, and I think he respects that, and certainly he respects the size of our audience as we continue uh, to grow it here. But the natural outgrowth, I think, of that conversation is college football playoff is Friday, and we've got Ohio State going up against Clemson in a rematch of last year's really fascinating and interesting uh, game. And then you got Alabama going up against Notre Dame. And what's intriguing about both of those games in a larger context is, first of all, Alabama is now out to nearly a 21-point favorite, which is an insane amount for a team to be favored by in the college football playoff. In fact, it's a touchdown more than anybody has ever been favored in the college football playoff in general. So that alone is a big storyline worth following. The other aspect of this is Dabo Sweeney continues to give a rough go of it out there to everybody who is an Ohio State fan, and he's giving ample bulletin board material, but I also kind of agree with him. Because what he's saying is, first of all, Dabo voted, if you don't know, the coaches poll to end the season. He voted Ohio State number 11. And everybody, of course, immediately uses that as bulletin board material. And Dabo came out and I thought gave a pretty interesting answer. He said, look, uh, they only won six games. And I think there's something wrong with the fact that Ohio State could theoretically win a national championship only playing eight games when Notre Dame, Clemson, and Alabama are all going to be required to play 13 games. That's a pretty substantial difference. And and I have heard from a lot of coaches making the same argument, they just don't want to make it publicly like Dabo because their perspective is, well, uh, I'll get too much negative attention. Now, the benefit that Dabo has is he's got so much money and he's got a couple of national championships And much like Nick Saban, he doesn't have to tiptoe up to any of his opinions anymore, right? Even coaches are afraid of losing their jobs if they are too outspoken or getting too much negative attention on it, any of those storylines. So there are a lot of people that don't want to dive in and tell you exactly what they think. But in this scenario, Dabo is saying exactly what he thinks, and there are a lot of college football coaches that agree with him. Now, to Dabo's credit, he said, look, that doesn't mean that Ohio State can't beat us and that Ohio State can't win a national championship, but the tax of the season, the number of injuries that happen, the physicality of playing that many games can add up on many teams such that they aren't playing as well at the end of the season as they were at the beginning or the midway point of the season. Effectively, 
Ohio State is just at the middle point of their season. Now, maybe if you look at the way Justin Fields is playing, that offense is not really rounding into shape as they would like to. And certainly Ryan Day believes that his team has a lot uh, of, of opportunity for redemption here because Ohio State fans thought that they were treated unfairly with some of the officiating calls that were made at the, uh, the down the stretch run of that game against Clemson when they lost an incredibly close game. Now, I don't think it would have mattered because I think if you watched LSU against Clemson, LSU was by far the best team in all of college football last year. And I think the truth of the matter is Alabama is going to beat whoever wins between Clemson and uh, and Ohio State. But I can certainly understand why Dabo would be trying to build up his team. And I can understand why most coaches wouldn't be saying what Dabo is because effectively he's giving a lot of motivation to Ohio State. But I also think he's right. And I would rather somebody say what they honestly think as opposed to telling me what they think I want to hear, right? And we live in such a society right now that there is a cottage industry of people out there who are telling you all day long things that they don't actually believe, but they think that you want to hear. And one of the great truth serums, one of the great elixirs for inauthenticity is success and having your own ability to not have to worry about your job. And I think that's where Dabo is right now. He's made a lot of money. He's won two national championships. He's still a fairly young coach, and he feels like he can say exactly what he thinks, even if that sometimes makes people uncomfortable. Nick Saban does that a little bit, but Dabo does it to an extreme. And what's interesting is there are a lot of members of the sports media that get perpetually triggered by Dabo Sweeney and what he says because it doesn't comport with their notions of what a head coach should be saying. But like a lot of you, I can't wait until Friday to be able to sit down and watch and see how these games go. Even if I believe it's going to end up being Alabama and Clemson for a fifth different matchup, and that may not be the best thing overall for college football, I'm still pretty excited about seeing how these teams are going to go at it and also seeing what Trevor Lawrence can do against this great Alabama football team. All right, we come back top of hour three. We'll break down some more of what we learned Monday Night Football. I'll give you my top five, bottom five, and everything else in that scenario still to come. Appreciate all of you. Go download that entire podcast with uh, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. I think you'll enjoy it. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends.